and welcome to the Pinch of Magic podcast with me, Rebecca Anuin. So how are you feeling? Um, if you have celebrated Christmas and now you're waiting for like the new year, it's this like really weird liminal space. Anyway, this space gives us the perfect time to dive deep. And I thought it'd be really lovely today to do an end of year reflection. So as I talk you through this process, obviously you can hit pause whenever you want to, um, use all of the pieces that I talk about, use one of the pieces, whatever works for you. Take the information I share and as always make it your own in a way that works for you, in a way that feels nourishing for you. So give yourself permission just to do whatever parts work. So what I, um, if you've ever looked at the Pinch of Magic app, there's two practices that I share there that I recommend everyone do. One is called SACRED, which SACRED is an acronym. And this is about aligning your energy, getting clear on the direction you want to go in and get it and like and heading in that direction. And the other one is a practice called GRACE. Again, GRACE, another acronym. And we do this as a live, I suppose, a live event every Sunday in the Pinch of Magic app. Um, and we show up and we clear the energy. We reset our energy ready for a fresh week ahead. So what you're going to do, to, what I'm going to do today is combine bits of both. <laughs> so we're going to connect to ourself, um, root into our own wisdom, and then we're going to um, align our energy and then take some time to reflect over the past year um, as a beautiful way to recognise this year good, bad, indifferent, all of the bits in between, ready to start like a fresh energy moving forward into 2024. Um, So you might want to grab a pen and paper and that's really it. You could make it like a a little bit more special by lighting a candle, burning some incense, finding that quiet time or, you know, as you're going about your day, you might just want to think and reflect on the questions and just feel into it and notice how you feel. So in um, our sacred practice, it always makes me chuckle because sacred being an acronym, the S starts for strip. And it doesn't mean strip naked, (laughs) although you could do if you wanted to. But it does mean remove anything from your body that you're wearing to change the energy of your body because we want you to feel into your own energy for this process. So if you're wearing any like crystals or jewellery that, you know, you might be wearing to change the energy, to protect your energy, to activate your energy, it's like, just take that off just for this moment. Um, Just so you get a feeling of your own energy. And so you might just want to feel into that energy and just take a couple of deep centering breaths. And then what we want to do is we want to clear away the energy that's not yours. So in the sacred practice, the A stands for aligning your energy. So we're going to step into the energy of like reflection shortly. So we want to make sure you're in your energy, that you're not comparing yourself, that you're not judging yourself by someone else's standards, that you're not doing what you think other other people want you to do or what you think other people think you should have done. We want you back in your energy. So we've cleared away the... you know, those things that are there to change your energy. We're now in your energy. So we now want to align with your own energy. And you can do this in various ways. If you have smoke, um, I love to burn rosemary, you can burn that around like your your energy body. 
Um, rosemary is perfect for lifting away any like energetic detritus and just like letting it all go away. You could um, shake, dance, <laughs> and like flick your hands. So get your hands and like flick. And as you're flicking, have that idea of like flicking away the energy that's not yours, like kicking your feet out just ever so gently. But again, with that energy that you're just like clearing away the energy that's not yours, you could dance, you could shimmy, you can shake, you can tap around your body using a cup of your hand and just tapping around your body being careful of any like sore parts sensitive parts delicate parts of your body but again just the idea of clearing that energy away you could um if you've ever made like a little mini besom broom you can use that to sweep around your energy or you could just use your hands again just to feel and flick away any energy that's not yours after doing that we often feel like a little bit more refreshed and um, invigorated and that's the energy that we want right now and so take a few moments or as long as you need just to like feel fresher feel back in your own energy feel less influenced by those people around you and then what we're going to do is we're going to start by connecting and we're going to connect up to your highest self your highest wisdom so feel into the energy of your heart space like your whole chest and just take a moment to feel that filled with beautiful silver energy like flooding your chest. And then what you're going to do is you're going to take some of that beautiful silver energy and see a thread of that going up into the sky, to Father Sky, to heaven, whatever you imagine above you. And it's going to be connecting up to your highest self, your most, your, your truest knowing, your highest wisdom. And just take a moment to connect into that energy. Now, I always like to see that silver thread, like, you know, like a stringed instrument. When it's lovely and taut, you get that beautiful resonant sound. If it's a, if it's a little bit wobbly, it's, you know, it's a little bit slack, you get a bit of a dull sound. But we don't want it too tight that if we, like, anything touches it, it breaks. So you just want that, that tautness that's, like, holding you tall, feeling that connection so that when you ask a question... That question goes up that silver thread and then when you're ready, um, the answer comes down with ease, with resonance, with clarity. But with that precision. And then when that feels good, we then go down into rooting and we feel down into our energetic womb space. You don't need a womb. It might be called, you might consider it like um, a sacral chakra, it might be a hara, the, the dantian, but just in that sacred pelvic bowl, that seat of creation, just feel that, that space being filled with beautiful golden energy. And then when you feel ready, feel some of that golden energy going down into the earth like tree roots. And so they're going down into the earth, deep down into the earth. But imagine them like tree roots. And you know how like tree roots go down, but they also go out. So they're holding you strong and steady. And just allow those roots to sink deep down into the earth, right down into the centre where they wrap round a beautiful golden ball of energy, just connecting you, holding you. 
And then take a moment just to feel that silver thread going up and that golden thread going down. Holding you like sure and steady. And so we take this time at the beginning to set the scene, to create the space, to clear our own energy, to connect to our highest wisdom and root into our deepest self. Because from that place, we can do the next part of the process. So hopefully by now you're feeling a little bit like calmer and clearer, maybe more present and grounded. Because from this place, I want you to step into the energy of recognition. Now, if you've ever joined me on the Pinch of Magic app on a Sunday, you know we do this in four stages. So we start with what are the big things that you have done this year? You might want to look back through your calendars and your diaries and your planners. But where are those things that you've like really pushed yourself out of your comfort zone? The things that aren't day-to-day things, but things that have really stood up, stood out. The things where you have had to like use your time and your energy. Perhaps you finished something, completed something, started something. Perhaps you took a stand for yourself. It's not always about doing things. Perhaps you said no to something to prioritise your rest, your self-care, your mental health, your physical health. It's like, where, what are those things that you're recognising that you're proud of? Or at least you should be proud of. And just, you know, you might start with January. What did you do in January? What's one thing that you did differently out of the ordinary? And then come into February and just take it month by month. If you have to pause this audio, pause the audio and really spend some time thinking about what are those things you did? And like I say, it's not about achieving great things. But it's like, what was what was it that was big for you? You know, and sometimes that is just like holding a boundary with someone. Perhaps you did something different, broke a habit, started something. Perhaps you wanted to start this brand new habit, but you only did it once. Well, celebrate the fact you did it once. Yeah, so what are those big to you things? So we always on a Sunday, we start with the big things. And then we start looking at the everyday things. And... <laughs> you know, you might not have enough pages to write about the everyday things, but don't dismiss the everyday things. We get to the end of the year and it's like, oh yes, look at my highlight reel of all these big things I've done and accomplished or maybe not. But what are the everyday things? And it's always a little bit of a joke in our in our community because we always talk about this is when it looks like cleaning, <laughs> you know, the things, the tasks that we do day in and day out that we give ourselves very little credit for. It's like you might get to the end of the year and go, oh, but I've, d- I've not done anything. You know, you might get to the end of the week and go, oh, I've not really done anything this week. But what have you done? The chances are that you've been cleaning, whether it's cleaning your teeth, washing your hair, washing your body, doing the laundry, folding the laundry, doing the ironing, buying groceries, preparing the food to eat, um, eating the food, drinking your water, stretching your body, um, paying your bills, getting to work on time, getting the kids to school on time. You know, the list goes on and on and on about all of the things that you do routinely, taking your vitamins, (laughs) just on and on and on. And some of those things might not even make it into your calendars, into your planners, because you do them routinely. And so it's not that they're difficult tasks, as in like you've done them before, otherwise they would be in the previous category, um, but they still take your time and energy to do them. So just think about what are those tasks? 
feeding your animals. That's, that's what I'm just thinking about all the ones that routinely come up on a Sunday. Um, like hoovering, just looking, like filling up the car with fuel, all of those things. And just take a moment to think about how is it you spend your time and energy? What are those repeated tasks that you do, but you make sure they get done? You know, what are those routines and habits of, I don't know, like stripping the beds, doing the laundry? Feel into those and give yourself a moment just to recognise them. There might not be things that, you know, you celebrate doing every day, like, woohoo, I drank my water. But actually, for some people, that is a big deal. If you're not drinking your water and you need to, that's worthy of celebration. But even the routine things, the things that you're like, oh, that's not worth celebrating. Take a moment just to reflect in and celebrate them. Okay, so again, you might want to pause the audio and write down all of the things to give yourself an appreciation of actually all of the things that you do do. And then the third way that we recognise ourselves is to recognise how you share your time and your energy with the world around you. So whether that's sharing your time, your energy, your resources, um, perhaps you give to charity, perhaps you say prayers for people, perhaps you light candles for events for people to mark occasions, perhaps you give your time to other people, perhaps you remember friends' birthdays, anniversaries, perhaps you're there to support a friend. So think about how you as a person and recognise how you support the people around you, whether it's the immediate people in your family, in your household, your friendships, whether it's your community, perhaps you, I don't know, you've done a litter pick for your community. Um, perhaps you've supported a, a fundraiser or a local fete or fair that the, your community was having. Um, perhaps you donate to charity. It's like, now think about and recognise all of the ways that you share like I said, your time, your energy, your magic, your 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 energy with those with the world around you. Because there will be many ways, again, that you just it people often get to the end of the week and most definitely to the end of the year. And they're like, oh my gosh, all the things I haven't done. And it's really easy to focus on the things that we haven't done. But this is your chance to focus on the things that you have done the things that are worthy of of recognising. No one else has to recognise them. This isn't about you um, wanting recognition from other people, but this is about you recognising what you have done. So we've looked at the big things. We've looked at the everyday things. We've looked at how you've contributed to the world around you. And now think about, now this, <laughs> this is a weird one, so bear with me. But I want you to recognise how other people have shown up and supported you. And yes, of course, we appreciate them. But this right now, just for this process, is just about you. So I want you to recognise how you have maintained a relationship in such a way that somebody wants to be there for you. Okay, so perhaps you were the person that needed a friend or someone remembered your birthday or your anniversary, but you're the kind of person they want to do that for. You're the kind of person they want to celebrate with. They want to hold space for. They want to have a cup of tea with. They want to invite you out to places. And so, yes, we appreciate them, but I just want you to recognise how you have maintained that relationship, that friendship in such a way that they want to ask you to do those things or they want to um, be there for you. So take a moment to recognise all of those people 
that have been kind to you, generous to you, offered you a kind word, celebrated with you, commiserated with you, and recognize how you have like created that relationship. Because no doubt you do the same for them too. But just take a moment to recognize that you contribute to those relationships in such a way that people want to help and support you. And again, pause the audio for as long as uh, possible, or sorry, as long as, as appropriate for you. And again, just really allow yourself to revel in the energy of recognition. We're not so good at recognition. We're very good at noticing, you know, and our brains are wired that way to notice the things we haven't done. Oh, I hoped I would have done X, Y, and Z by the end of the year, but I haven't. Okay, that's fine. Maybe you want to do it next year. Maybe you don't. But right now, focus on all of those things and recognise all of the things you have done. And then from R, uh, from recognise, we move into the energy of appreciation. So what is it that you appreciate about yourself? Now, on a Sunday, I do say, um, yes, we appreciate other people <laughs> and, you know, we appreciate our situation and our circumstances, etc. But on a Sunday, I want it just to be about them. What do they appreciate about them? Now, because we're doing a bit of an annual reflection right now, you can appreciate other people as well right now. But first of all, I want you just to focus on you. Again, it can be so easy to appreciate other people, our situations and circumstances. But right now, I want you to appreciate you. What is it you appreciate about you? It might be some of the things you recognised. You might appreciate it. Um, taking a stand for yourself. You might have appreciated um, generosity and sharing with your community. You might have appreciated um, cleaning, <laughs> cleaning your teeth. So you, when you go to the dentist, they're like, oh, what lovely teeth you have. Um, <laughs> but what is it you appreciate about you? And I don't want it just to be that how you appreciate the things you do for other people. I want you to appreciate you, your quirks, your sense of humour, your, um, you know, your ability to make your favourite meal. It doesn't matter what it is, but feel into things that you appreciate about yourself, not just what you do for others, but what you appreciate about who you are. Okay, and really take some time to feel into that energy of appreciation. You know, if you're stuck, think about what other people tell you they appreciate about you. And just, again, just revel in that energy of going, oh, yes, because the whole point of this exercise is to fill you up with your own magnificence. We started by clearing away all the energy of the things that don't serve us. Of connecting to your highest truth, of rooting into your own, your own uh, wisdom clearing away all the energy of other people so that you can truly recognise yourself, so that you can truly appreciate yourself, filling yourself up with the truth of who you are, so that at the end of this, when we start to focus into 2024, you get a truer idea of what you want to create. But for right now, feel into that energy of appreciation. And then again, pause if necessary. I feel um, the next piece that we do in our grace practice is we call back our energy 
that everything in life is an exchange of energy. Sometimes that exchange is really positive. We have a connection with someone else and, you know, nothing but goodwill and kindness and love and generosity is shared through that exchange. However, there's often many exchanges that happen when there's misunderstandings, uh, uh, bad communication. And when we create that connection with another person, if we imagine we've created a data connection with that other person, then we send and receive wonky energy, energy that's not supportive, energy that undermines us. And what that looks like in everyday life is like you make a decision you're like, yes, this is what I'm going to do. And then suddenly you're like, oh, I don't know, maybe I shouldn't. What would such and such say? Or, oh, I don't know, why should I bother? You know, it's never worked out for me in the past. And we start to undermine ourselves. Often that's because we have this connection to something else, to someone else, um, where it just sends the energy that undermines us. And so we can always tell where this energy is or how how significant this is, is if we think of that other person or we think of that situation or event, if there is an emotional charge, that connection between you and the other person is pretty big. And like I say, some of those connections are really good because they send positive energy, but some of them aren't. And that's the energy that can have us doubt ourselves, second guess ourselves, um, take one path and then change our mind and go, oh no, I should go back, but keep us playing small. And so this next part of this process is about releasing those negative connections with other people. And so what we do is um, we're going to do this with our breath. Okay, so I'm going to be burning some rosemary smoke. So again, like I said, I love rosemary. Uh, It's very good at clearing away the emotional debris that we don't need. And so first of all, I want you to imagine being surrounded by a beautiful purple bubble. If you've read my book, Ditch the Doubt, you'll be you'll recognise these processes. Um, and if you've joined you on a Sunday, you'll definitely recognise this process. But if you haven't done it before, just imagine yourself like with this beautiful purple bubble around you. And that bubble just protects your space. It helps to like clear out the old and bring in the new. And then what we're going to do in a moment We're going to focus on the exhalation. And with every exhale, we're just going to gently release from us all of that stuff that no longer serves us, all of those connections that we have with other people that are maybe through disagreements or misunderstandings or misspoken words. And we're just going to let them go. Okay, the ones that are no longer for our loving, most highest good, we're going to allow those to be be released. And then when we've done that for a few moments, we're then going to focus on calling back our energy. And we're going to do that again with our breath. So that time, then we're going to focus on the inhalation and we're going to breathe in deeply. And as we breathe in deeply, we're going to imagine calling back our energy from from wherever we've left it, whether it's with people, places, environments, events, it doesn't matter. It's coming back to us. Okay, so we've got this lovely purple bubble holding that energy. So as we call back our energy, it comes back through the purple bubble, cleansed and cleared for your highest good. Okay. So in your own time, we've got this lovely bubble around us, protecting us. Feel it under your feet, up the back, up your back and over the top of your head and just encircling your body. And then we're going to focus on the exhale. So we're going to breathe in naturally and then big 
audible exhalation. If you can do it audibly, that just helps calm the nervous system all the more. So you breathe in and then just exhale deeply with the intention that you are letting go of all of those things that no longer serve or support you. We don't need to analyse who, for, what, why or when. We're just setting that intention and trusting that the things that we don't need energetically are just being released from us. So when you breathe in and then just exhale fully and deeply. And as you do that, just feel your shoulders drop. Feel your jaw relax and release. When we feel our shoulders drop, it's like we're letting go of the burdens. We're letting go of the the baggage that we're carrying. When we feel our jaw relax and release, it's in our jaws that we carry frustration, anger, resentment, and just let it go. And as you're just gently breathing out, focusing on that exhalation, notice where you feel it in your body. What is it telling you about where you're holding that tension? where you're holding those patterns that aren't yours. Perhaps you can feel it in your stomach and that's preventing you from really loving and nourishing and nurturing yourself. Perhaps you get a little twinge or a little tingle in your legs and that energy is stopping you from taking a stand for yourself. So just exhaling fully. Okay, one more together. So breathing in and exhaling fully. And then just bring your breath just back to normal again. Just relax, breathing in and out. And perhaps you're starting to feel a bit lighter. Okay, so what we're going to do now is we're going to inhale with intention. And as we inhale, we're going to call back our energy from wherever it's been. Again, we don't need to analyse where it's been. This isn't about judging or blaming anything. It's just about this is your energy. We want it back to you. While it's connected to all of these other places out there, all of those other people, places, events, situations can unduly influence you. We want your energy back to you so that you can use it with intention. Okay, so we're going to call back your energy with our breath. And so just on your next inhalation, just breathe down deep into your body as far as is comfortable and naturally we should breathe down into our belly so you should feel your belly expand but sometimes people can't breathe down deeper than their chest and just notice that not from a place of judgment but just from a place of curiosity oh why is it I can't fully receive myself why is it I can't fully what aren't I allowing myself to fully receive and just be gentle just breathe down as much as you can and feel your energy coming back to you, filling you up, nourishing you. This is your energy. It's coming back through your purple bubble. So that energy is cleansed and cleared for your highest good. Just feel it filling you up with every breath, feeling more full, fulfilled, feeling more like yourself, just becoming more present. So breathing in deeply and just exhaling naturally. But with intention, calling back your energy. Okay, one more breath in together. Perfect. Okay, and then the last part of the grace practice 
is to embody, to embody the truth of who you are. And um, within the app, there's a few free courses. One of those is called Your Root Essence. And it's uh, a little process that you go through to find, like, you know, like some people do the word of the year and they find their word for the year, their guiding word. But this is the guiding word of like your soul essence. And it's a really beautiful way. Like every time you have to make a decision, you can check in with, does it align with the, like the soul, the essence of who you are? And if it's yes, it's an easy yes. And if it's a no, you're like, oh, okay, what needs to change? And so if you have done the root essence program, feel into your root essence word. If you haven't done that yet, um, just feel into like the feelings and the values that you want front and centre of your life, because they are the truth of who you are. And then I always do this like little a fun question, because if I say to people, oh, what's your values? They often choose values they believe make them sound like a good person. Now, they may well be true values, but sometimes they may, might be values that we've like inherited from our family or, or values that we think um, make us good people. And instead, I always ask a fun little question every Sunday. And it's just, you know, it's it's the silly question. But it is to bypass logic and reason. And I tell people to think of like their first word. And so what we do is I'll ask you a question and the first answer you come up with is your correct answer. Okay. And as we do this, if you are able, I encourage people to go into power pose. So if you haven't watched a TED talk by um, Amy Cuddy, C-U-D-D-Y, highly recommend it about the importance of how we use our body. Now, I'm going to talk you through how to do a power pose. But the beautiful thing about this is even if you can't do it, don't want to do it. I mean, if you can do it, I highly recommend it. But if for whatever reason you can't today <coughs> or that you're not able, you can just imagine doing it. And that is as imp- as as powerful, okay, as her research shows. And so what you do is you put your arms in the air up to the sky. And I always, when my arms are up to the sky, it always feels like I'm a vessel receiving the information. Or you could imagine yourself as She-Ra with your arms to the sky. Or you can put your hands on your hips. This is a bit more of a Wonder Woman pose. But what we're doing is we're taking up space, Okay, and you would st- if you're standing, you stand with your legs further than hip width apart. So you're giving yourself permission to take up space. If you ever think about animals in the wild, they take up more space to see more powerful. If you're if you're watching sports and your team score a goal, what do people do? They throw their arms up in the air. The people that are running and they come across the the finish line first, their arms go up in the air. It's 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 known to be like an instinctive, powerful pose of celebration, of just taking up space. So we have that physical aspect of it, but also when we move our hands out to the side or put our hands on the hips, we're pushing out energetically all of the things that aren't ours, all of those things that don't serve us. And quite often when we're trying to make a decision, we can't make a decision because there's so much noise going on. By pushing that energy out, it takes away all the the shoulds, the judgments, the expectations and brings us back to our own energy. So you can do it. Ideally, the most powerful way that I experience this is by standing up and doing it. But you can sit down for sure. You can lay down on your bed and be like a starfish. It's a great one to do in the morning before you get out of bed. Or like I say, you can simply imagine yourself doing that pose. 
So I'm going to put a timer on for two minutes. Um, yes, we do two minutes every Sunday. <laughs> Obviously, just hold it for as long as it's as comfortable for you. And then imagine it for the rest of the two minutes. And we're going to think about and really embody the truth of who you are. So in a moment, I'm going to ask you your random little question. Um, but also feel into like the feelings and the values and the truth of who you are and like what's important to you and all of those things. Okay. So our random little question for today is if you were a season, what season would you be? If you were a season, what season would you be? So standing in power pose, feeling into yourself, taking up all of the space. Now, as you feel into the energy of a season, is it your favourite season? Maybe it is. Maybe this is about you celebrating and making time and space to celebrate your favourite things. Perhaps if you are winter and you just think, oh, I don't even like winter, but winter was the one that came to mind. Perhaps it's about you resting more, taking more time to nourish yourself and rest. If it was spring, perhaps it's time for you to bring in more newness, more the energy of growth. Perhaps it's the idea of like trying out more things. What do these seasons represent to you? Perhaps if summer came to you, maybe you love summer. Maybe you're like, oh no, it's too hot. (laughs) But if it's summer, perhaps it's about you taking up more space, being centre stage, like really allowing yourself to bloom. If autumn came to you, um, I'm like, oh, I love autumn. (laughs) Perhaps it's like bringing in the colours and the beauty, but perhaps it's about allowing yourself to release, release some burdens, release some responsibilities. Perhaps it's time for you to have a bit more of a review of your own life. So can you see how when you, like the first season that came to your mind, whether it was your favourite or your least favourite, it has something to teach you about who you are and about what's important for you right now that isn't about logic and reason, that's about tapping into your innermost knowing. Throughout this process, we do the work to connect you to your truth, like rooting into your, like that beautiful golden energy, connecting up to your highest self, clearing away the judgments of other people, calling back your energy. So in this moment, not only do you get, oh, my alarm's about to go off and tell us it's two minutes. There we go. Not not only, not... (laughs) I told you, we really do do two minutes. Um, Not only is it about you like taking that moment to like get clear on like who you are and what's important to you, but also about enjoying who you are. How many times do you get to really savour your own flavour? So pause this audio and, you know, relax out of power pose right now, unless you're like laying in bed and it feels amazing. But take some time to really spend some time enjoying the energy of who you are or getting to know the energy of who you are. So often in life, we can be so busy being all the things to all of the people just through the way our life is set up due to our past experiences that sometimes we're like, who am I? What is my energy? Who do I feel like? And so by asking these little questions like, you know, what season are you? If you're an animal, what animal would you be? It all started with the question, if you're a pizza topping, what pizza topping would you be? And those answers give you clues to the truth of who you are. So have fun just exploring and diving into that energy. 
because from that place, you know, if you think about what we did, we stripped the energy. So we were feeling into our own energy. We connected up with that silver thread into our highest wisdom. We rooted down into our truth. We aligned by clearing away all of the stuff that wasn't ours in, like in that energetic space. We took some time to recognise all of the things that we are, all of the things that we've done in those four different places. We took some time to appreciate who you are, you know, not just what you do for other people, but who you are as a person, like your unique blend of magic. We took some time to call back that energy like wherever it's been in the world, like releasing the old energy, those connections that aren't ours and really coming back into the truth of who we are and then embodying that truth, getting clear on like the things that light us up, you know, how does our energy feel? And then from that place, not only is that like a beautiful place of reflection over the year, but it's like a a true deepening into who you are. And so from that place, This is the place where you now get to look forward, knowing that you are present, rooted, connected to the truth of who you are and ask yourself, what is it you want to do, have, achieve, not do, consciously not do into 2024? I saw this beautiful quote today and it's like, yes, I love this. And it was, you know, instead of trying to be the best version of yourself, how about try and be the your favourite version of yourself? We all have this idea of like our most best self. And it's like, yes, I'm all for being all of you. But does it always have to be your best? Can't it just be your favourite? And maybe favourite looks like silly and quirky and, you know, all of those values that we were just, you just, you were just experiencing. But what's the, what's your favourite version of yourself? And that favourite version of yourself, what do they want to do next year? And it's okay if you don't want to do and achieve anything. Perhaps it's more about being a particular way. Perhaps it's about creating more nourishment, more sustainability in your life. Or perhaps there's a thing that you want to go and achieve. But make sure you're doing it for you. Make sure that that thing you want to do, achieve, have, overcome, conquer, you know, whatever it is, Make sure that allows you to be your most favourite version of yourself. What is that most delicious version of yourself that you're like, yes, I love that person. They're the most fun to be with. They're the most joyous to be with. They're the most whatever it is that you value in the world. But give yourself permission to be your most favourite self. So I would love to know in the comments, if you're listening on Spotify, you can comment on Spotify or if you're in the app, you can come and comment in the app. But let me know, what is your most favourite version of yourself? What are the qualities of your most favourite self? I could say maybe it's like the silly, quirky side of things. Perhaps it's the very um, outgoing part of yourself. Perhaps it's the very nourished person part of yourself. Because something I would encourage you to to consider as well, apart from being your favourite person, uh, the favourite version of yourself, also consider what would the well-rested version of yourself look like? And this is something that I really want to be focusing on over the next year. It's like we often know busy women or busy people and, you know, successful people and exhausted people (laughs) and overwhelmed people and busy people. But how many well-rested people do you know? And it's like, Let's become more 
well rested, more nourished. I mean, yes, it will feel amazing. But also from that place, we get to contribute more. We get to contribute from a place of loving kindness. We get to contribute from a place of willingness and wanting to rather than from a place of depletion. So let me know in the comments or you know wherever you find me, um, what is your most, like what is, what aspects of you are your most favourite and what would your life feel like if you were more nourished? It doesn't always mean about making loads of time for like bubble baths and things like that, <laughs> although they can be quite lovely. But like what truly nourishes you? Do you actually know what that looks like? Anyway, that's a whole other podcast. We'll probably we'll probably talk about more, that more next year. Um, but in the meantime, have a fantastic whatever you do to celebrate over the next few days, if at all you do. Um, I remember, you know, quite a few years ago, I would be out partying to see in the new year. These days, I, oh, you know, sometimes I'm asleep. Anyway, <laughs> we will see. I don't. I haven't even decided what I'm going to do this New Year's Eve. But whatever you do, wishing you a fabulous time and I will speak to you again very soon.